it wasn't anything of consequence. Really? They fight Santa Claus. What? Iron Man, Doctor Doom. Oh, Iron Man. Okay. Like, it literally... Don't get me wrong. It was a great fucking read. Like it yeah, because I heard it was good. It was a really... Well, it's Christopher Cantwell. Yeah, okay, yeah, and that's was, why I wanted to read it. It was an absolutely a fucking Check great... Check one, two, test one, two. Am I good? Am I good? Oh, you're good. I can hear you loud and clear. Good. I don't know what your levels look like, but I can hear you loud and clear. Do it again. Let me see what your levels look like. Check one, two, test one, two. It's not bad. <laughs> there we are. There we are. Ah. Hello, everybody. This is Billy fucking Tucci, and you are listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Boom. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. All right, I am joined by year-end December Josh. Okay. Mr. New and Improved 21, Jimmy Kimmel. New year, new me. Yes. And uh, we have no princess, formerly known as Dave, today. Uh, but we're going to talk about books, and we are doing our year-end <laughs> recap special where we're, we've been off a while, folks. I we're know doing this. the most half-assed catch-up on four weeks' worth of books. Yeah. Because some and, asshole had to get coronavirus. Yeah, fucking dickhead. Um, <laughs> and uh, It wasn't Dave. I, I can't throw Dave under the bus like that. Our three, our three listeners would automatically assume. Assume it was Dave because he's not here now. No. And... Uh, Paul is, is naturally uh, immune to it because he got the plague back in 1918. So yes, I have immunities built up. He has the antibodies from yeah, a century yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. It yeah. wasn't me because I don't leave my house. <laughs> True story. Yeah, because I haven't seen you all month. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not driving all the way out here just fucking for two books a week. Yeah, but you had a nice stack today. Uh, yeah, because I haven't been here in a month. I had. I was like, "Oh, look at Josh's bill. It's like huge." Yeah, <laughs> he's never had a bill this big, and some of his books were paid for as a Christmas present. Not many, but no, not some. Many. No. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, Josh, you could have added a one in front of your uh, your total, and it still didn't come close to what I dropped in here New Year's Eve. Or Dave. Or Dave. Yeah. Dave. Dave had a short box here. I Jimmy it. saw it. He it had was, a short box. It was yeah. three quarters of the way full. <laughs> and uh, the other day I get a phone, or no, I guess it was Tuesday. I go, you at the shop? No, I'm at work, dickhead. And it's like. I need my fix. And he's like, okay. Uh, and then, then I get a text from Zane. Where are Dave's books? I'm like, it's a short box back on the podcast <laughs> table because there were so many I couldn't keep it in the sub boxes. Jeez. Uh, well. When I when I drop his books off for him, I'm gonna say, you know, that's a ten dollar delivery fee, right? He goes, really? I'm like, hey, you cleared your tab, so you have a lot of extra comic money to yeah. spend. <laughs> Watch how fast he fesses up. Then, oh, I really paid for it. 
I was going to call him out on text. Yeah, I guess he came here. Um, I guess he was here then because, like I said, Zane was. And then today he called. He's like, I'm like, I'm at a lesson, dude. He's like, oh, sorry, I'll call the store. I'm like, what do you need? He's like, well, I want to pay for my books. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like I got lessons for the next hour. We're fine. So we will be briefly touching on books uh, from December 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th. And somebody's birthday was in one of those dates, but we won't say who. <laughs> yeah, we missed that. Jesus? Yes. Just because you have the long hair doesn't mean you're him. I've been called that several times. <laughs> I, I've called it a whole <laughs> lot worse. So I, how are we going to do this? Are we just going to go, here's Marvel? We could almost split this into like well, three different guys, episodes. I'll let you guys do the week of the ninth because I didn't read any of those. I have no idea what came out in well, the ninth. Do you about, have a list? How, how, yes, I do. How about, okay. we, how about we do uh, the Spider-Man books? We'll catch everyone up on Last Remains. Okay, 50, so Last Remains, we had 54, 54, LR, LR and 55, 55, which was a conclusion. It was great. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, That's about what I can remember. It so, was great. So in 54, he reveals... No, it was really good. Yeah. I thought we had a very satisfying ending with 55 for the last yes, remains. So yeah. 54, he reveals his identity to Peter and reveals his plan to take out everyone that he loves. And at the end of that one, Mary Jane shows up at the cemetery. Yes. Then in 54LR, which is probably my favorite of the three... Because but they, it did wrap. It's funny. It wrapped up the LR storyline where we said, oh, this really isn't tied in. But then it tied also, it back in. But also threw in the Mary Jane stuff with the yes. fl- flashback. I loved how they did the old panel art and everything for the conversation. They used it. Yeah. yeah they, they used the old for, uh, the Savick yeah. uh, art that was in the and, and the Busima art, yeah. I think. Yeah. So you had that for half the book of this conversation of how Harry would never hurt her, which is going to come in play later. And then you get all the spider gang pretty much getting captured. 55, it's the big showdown. It um, was awesome. That was a great we, we also book. Find, we also find out that Mary Jane's kind of working with uh, Norman. To they of, have a plan. They have a plan. And of course, which... his, his plans to dick her over because he, he's clearly not cleansed. Um, well, he's still normal. Yeah, Madam. <laughs> so, uh, Madam Web gives herself up to be cleansed because she feels like yeah. she is the one that needs it the most of the group. And well, and I thought I, I kind of took that that she was sort of doing that as a sacrifice to to pretty much. Well, not only that, she knew it would give him the powers, and when he's seen into his future, he cleansed himself and shot himself in the head. Which, was, which I thought was holy shit. So that was great. And then the big conclusion is Mary. Now, with him, because he was already dead. So did that really have. I mean, technically, he was dead, though, right? He was and was brought back. I don't know. He was brought back by by Harry. Yeah, by uh, Kendrick. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, And then we get the final confrontation where Harry is basically beating Peter to death, trying to get this pretty much admit to what you did. And Mary Jane finally goes, Harry, you need to stop this. He has no idea, but I know what happened. And she reveals to him that she knew she has all the memories from the one more day, brand new day bullshit, which answers the question that's 10 years in the making of what she whispered into uh, Mephisto's ear 
um, when they made the deal. So she has all memories of this, which, I mean, you were talking, it kind of explains her character arc over the last 10 years and always keeping Peter kind of at arm's length and not really advancing their relationship. It does help explain and then uh, the, the slotness of, of mm-hmm. that a little and bit. Then, King, Kingpin and actually makes it better. And then Kingpin and Norman are able to subdue Harry, and the Spider Gang is able to get away. And just on a quick side note, oh my God, I watched that Marvel Six One Six fucking documentary <laughs> episode with yes. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Wow. Now the one thing, how does that man have a job? I have no idea. I have no idea because they're like even catering to him. I'm like going, come on, you're trying to tell me that something that he's on is selling that i mean he's not fucking doing donny cates numbers there's fucking if donny cates was like that i'd be like okay it makes sense because his books fucking sell yeah the slot books never fucking sold i don't give a shit what anybody well, fucking look says at new york no one was even around his t- and he had one of the biggest tables for creators but no i showed you the him. line that he was at at baltimore because it was the first time he was there and he had a fucking line that was long as hell i i oh but confirmation marvel books are printed right here in mechanicsburg pa right right next door all right all right um i guess we do we want to jump into king and black stuff sure uh so the big one obviously coming out is uh king and black number two came out uh that would have been the week of the 23rd loved it loved every foot again it's still cinematic uh yeah It, it was written very i this, this is the is one really where good. Tony Stark decides to try to possess a dragon and then give it to Eddie to revive him, and it doesn't work. The dragon rebels. Well, and then, what uh, I liked, I guess technically Dylan, we should just dust because we didn't do the Venom, or did we? Did we do the Venom? Oh, Venom thirty-one. Because the Venom thirty-one is literally the ending of King and Black One, yeah, where he's falling. It's just him falling and everything going around around him. It's kind of a narrative of what he's seeing as he is falling. Through this, right. um, but no, in uh, King of Black Two, Eddie they try to revive him and he doesn't make it. But now everyone else sees Dylan's power. Well, it's because they finally let Dylan know, and he yeah. goes there, and he kind of, and then well, is it Iron Man? Is it well, Tony Stark? Yeah, uh, so like, hey, you're the key to fucking yeah, he's beating one, him. When he, once he realizes, like, okay, we have a se- you're the secret weapon. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't like how when they reached out to like a couple of the other groups, like, hey we're fucked if you guys don't help us. And I'm like, no, you know, I think we're pretty separated. Like, no, it's, Xa- it's, Xavier was like, yeah, I, mean, I I really don't want to, man. Well, but that's so, this new X-Men of... Well, like, but, but are, also... Isn't the entire the, world I think being it's over they're out. these things? Yeah, but, but they But think have... about it. It's they're out because the X-Books are the only thing in the Marvel Universe that are not King and Black tied in. Everything else is. Mm-hmm. Probably because Donny Cates couldn't even fucking figure out what's going on in X-Men right but now. But I guess they're safe in Krakoa for, for now. But all, all, are they safe? But all, all I, thought you could, I thought you could just sail there. You can't teleport there yeah. using the the portals, but you can just sail there. I don't know because uh, Doom and um... but but again, e- even with that, all it would take is a symbiote to get get a random fucking mutant off the street and be like, "Hey, boom, I'm in." Yeah, yeah. Um, but some of the tie-ins. So oh, but it did pretty much confirm that uh, Valkyrie is going to be doing that. Yes. spin-off where they're going to be going to look for that came out this well, that, that's coming uh, out. Yeah, that's, oh, okay. that's coming that'll be on for, uh, uh, that'll be on the next podcast yeah. yeah um 
the other tie-ins being uh, King and Black Neymar 1 and 2. Uh, I didn't read those. No, no so. tie-in yet. It's all setting up this Black Tide they've been talking about. It's all flashbacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. The second issue was about the Black Tide, and then it was like it was other Atlanteans. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, I mean, it's it's a good read. Um, it's uh, Kurt uh, Busiek. Uh, oh, is it Busiek? Do, okay. It. So it's very well written, but again, I didn't know it was a five-part mini that it's going to catch oh, up. Uh, another one was the Black Cat. Did you read it? Uh, you did, because there's a Scotty Young cover. I did. It was good. It was good. And if you were reading Black Cat, it ties and you didn't know anything about King and Black, it literally gave you a the half the book is the synopsis of everything I, I would, in King I would and Black. I would hope that a, a, a Black Cat book would tie into Black Cat. Um, no, King and Black. Oh, okay. S- Spider uh, Spider Woman Seven was also. I didn't tie it. I, I grabbed. Uh, I, I didn't I get, get to it. I didn't get, I didn't to, get to it. To it yeah. There's a Hulk um, one, right? And the then the Mortal Hulk one. That is a Dave book. It was good. It was. It was good. Do you know what I? Do you know oh, what I that was from? a Dave book. Oh, that's right. I wrote it. That's Dave's pick of the week because it's a. That was the Santa Claus story, right? No, that was the Doom Iron Man one, wasn't it? Well, it was a Christmas story. It was a Christmas yeah. story for the Immortal Hulk. No words. No words. Not a single word. No <laughs> words. And you know what the best thing is? Every review I read, and it got trashed online. I enjoyed it. it oh, got, I loved it. It got I trashed it online. But how you can trash a book that is literally no dialogue and not mention the art once and that's what all these reviews were it's like trashing the story it's like the art was great it, you need to talk to the art um no no and that one the art was who no i said art? you need to talk about the art if you're gonna review well, that book. well yeah but i mean there was there was nothing wrong with any of that i think no, you got it in your pile he, what he's saying is that the, the internet was giving shit to the story and they didn't talk about the art, even though the but, art was literally all there was because there was no dialogue. Um, and then we also got Symbiote Spider-Man King of Black number two. I read it. I remember liking it. Oh, it was great. So uh, Merlin shows up and is basically like, listen, uh, with the... With the black yeah, knight, going, yeah, he's re- he's reading the immortal Hulk book right now. <laughs> but he, the, when the black knight shows up, what's and, wrong with the art? Nothing, none. I exactly. wasn't saying there was nothing, but they don't even mention it in the reviews. But they're shitting on the book. There's no reason to shit on that book. That book's that that's literally a book that you can go back to every year. Again, like watching a Christmas movie. Yeah, I like what they're doing with the Christmas. Uh, the Christmas books this year are all King and Black tie-ins. Yeah. Um, but Symbiote, Spider-Man, number two, King and Black. Um, they realize Ned's going after J. Jonah Jameson. They chase him down. They're able to get the shadow creature off of him. In the meantime, the Black Knight's at Avengers Mansion, and he's talking to Merlin. He's like, well, your ebony sword's what, what the key is to killing Null. And then he's like... What's my name? He's like, well, you're the Black Knight. He's like, yeah, I got that, but what's my name? He reveals himself to be actually a shadow figure. He's like, listen, I told you the truth. Everything I said is true, except what side I'm on, and is able to steal the Ebony Blade and stab uh, Black Knight with it. Kang and Rocket show up and are able to save him in one of the healing pods on the ship. And then Spider-Man joins up, and it's great. Um there's another shadow figure that they captured it turns out to be the uh captain marvel uh rambo oh yeah yeah yeah. and 
first thing she does when she gets out, she sees Kang and attacks him. And Rocket's finally like, what is with you people? And just attacking each other as soon as you see it. It's like, well, it's Kang. He's like, listen, I live in the universe. I'm the conqueror of the universe. If there is no universe to conquer, what the fuck am I going to do? So I think Kang is going to be probably kind of an out here as well. Yeah. Yeah, because. Yes. Yep. Um, let me see. I think that is the last tie in except for King and Black Iron Man Doom number one from this week, uh, which was a Christmas story. Doom and Iron Man are just kind of talking and Doom's actually trying to console uh, Tony for Tony's obviously blaming himself for not being able to save Eddie. And they see Santa Claus and there's flashbacks to Tony's childhood where he's given he's given this building and his his dad's like, oh, it's from Santa Claus. And he admit he's like, listen, I understand Santa Claus isn't real. And Tony's like, holy fuck, he is real. And they're able to subdue him and get him out of the symbiote. And they're like, oh, well, he survived. And he's like, I'm going back to the North Pole. He's like. Tony Stark, you're one of the, you know, you've always been on, on the nice list. And he's like, Victor, you've been on the naughtiest of them all. And he walks away and then Tony's like, hey, can you do a facial scan? It's like, and he's a mall Santa from Jersey. Nice. Great read. Um, but that kind of ties us up into our um, King Black stuff. All right, again, uh, Ex- this is excellent. the big Marvel event. And, and the big I DC event. Endless Winter. Has anyone read any no, of those? No. no, I want to catch up on those, but I um, haven't yet. So. Do we have that went, what, nine parts? I think. What, Endless Winter? I think so. Well, with yeah. all the tie-ins, yeah. there's oh, a bunch yeah. of tie-ins. So. Yeah. Because there's the two Justice League standalones. But they, they didn't do them as tie-ins. They literally yeah. was like, this is Endless Winter part yeah. such and such. Yeah. Well, they've, uh, they've always done that with Yeah, I, I haven't kept up. Um, anything else from Marvel? Did Spider-Man did well, um, we had we had uh, okay. any new stuff. Hold well, on, on. I think the the big ones, two big ones, we should hit. Um, Immortal Hulk forty one. Okay, this was good. I I liked it, um, but the, what was kind of weird was you completely have an emancipated fucking Hulk that's Hulk. barely there. That's Emaci- also emaciated, emaciated. Yes. Emancipated. emancipated <laughs> yes. That too. Um, emaciated. Yeah. And, and, uh, but, but things still fucking beats the shit out of him. Like, yeah, he ruined his fucking honeymoon. You, you, you yeah. Ruined, look, man. Yeah. But come on. He ruined his honeymoon listen, on that fucking terrible slap book, I, I'm which sorry. I think might be up for a rehab. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is but, also right after the Hulk, uh, according to everyone else, Killed all those people by blowing up. Yeah, it isn't until he turns back into um, uh, Joe Fixit. Joe Fixit Fix that he's yeah. like, listen, that was the leader. The leader is the one that nuked the Hulk and killed all those people. Um, I think the Hulk I, had nothing. To, I mean, I, the Hulk was the explosion, but but up until that point, things right. he's. I mean, yeah, he's like, okay, why is he so skinny? But I'm not gonna. We he can clearly we take the punches. The best part of the Immortal Hulk King and Black story when he's in the department store and he changes back to Joe Fixit. And he puts on the pink bunny slippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, he kind of fills the thing in on what is going on exactly. I, I yeah. love, I he tells love, him everything. Yeah, and he's like, things like, look, just come back to the Fantastic Four. And they have they have a we conversation can, in the diner, him and Joe it. Fix It. 
and like because uh, Reed and Sue are on their way, and yeah. and Ben's like, I got this. Let it, let it, let it go. Uh, he kind of tells a story. He tells the story Poor of Job, Job, where he's like, you know, Job kind of lo- was he lost everything because the devil got involved with you know God's plan or whatever, and tried to draw a parallel there. And then the, the Hulk or Joe's just kind of like. What does it have to do with me? And he's like, I, I don't even know where I got with this story. I think I like Joe better human. Because where he has both broken arms and things like, yeah, bro- broken arms. Like, oh, give me a minute. He's like, oh, Come yeah, on, big green guy. for sure. And he fixes himself. In the yeah, tr- he like, definitely works better as as uh, as as human rather than big, big Hulk. Um, and then at the end. Is that is that Dr. Fry? Is that who that's supposed to be or? Uh, or is it the kid? Or is it the kid? I think it's a. I, th- it's been a minute since I read it, and I think I was thinking it was the son. The son. I think that's who who it is too. So that's who they had. I I guess we'll uh we'll see we'll find where it out. goes. Yeah, because uh well it's good. We're we're winding down because he's going Getting fifty on the show. Yeah. Um, Deadpool was all right. Improvement on uh. Art there, not much else to say about it. It's just continuing the storyline. Oh, uh, sh- did you read that? It's a number two. We're gonna get to number three and we'll review that. Yep. Okay. Um Maestro ended. Maestro, Maestro ended. ended. Again, the last issue felt real c- sped up. This one felt the same way. Yeah. I he, was okay with it he though. Takes the title. I, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But um I I liked it. I, I the coolest part was Hercules coming back. And being like, I struck a deal with Hades, and he's like beating the shit out of Hulk again, and then he turns the like, whoever the fuck's cannon yeah, weapon he on was, him. Rick Jones's cannon. Yeah, like it yeah, vaporizes but, but, him. But uh, he was on fire though, right? Yeah. Her, yeah. Could, well, they they brought him out to a funeral pyre. They had him tied to the yeah, stake, yeah. and he, they were burning his body. And then while he was burning, he came back. He to came life. back. Yeah, that was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> that and we was know, cool. And we, know, and we know Hulk's looking for Rick Jones, but he's a step ahead. And there's a spinoff coming. And out that of this. sort of makes sense with the way Future Imperfect, yeah. yeah, Future Imperfect was, yeah. Which I is, just which wish is they would have went into what, because at one point he's Hulk, and then it, he disappears for like an unknown amount of time, like a year or something, and then just comes back in his Future Imperfect form, where he's got the suit and the beard. Well, and that, stuff. that's Future Imperfect. That that's what takes place in that time. Oh, so this is him coming back from Future Imperfect. Oh, okay, yep. and starting his rise. Yeah, yeah, starting it as a. I'm looking as forward the to the spinoff. Show. I mean, this wasn't bad. It was yeah, really good. I liked actually. it. I thought that's a good. So and, we're gonna catch up on Taskmaster yep. two yeah, I mean, and if, three it, together. Unless it's like a, I feel like it, unless it's an event or if it's like a brand new issue <clears> or uh, the end of a series, we should. Um. Then try the, to okay. The only this, this was actually still good, though. Just so I'm sure. Just I say, think yeah. the only other one that's number one. Did anyone read Ghost Rider: Return of Vengeance? I tried. I, I missed it. I, I missed tried. It. Did you? It was terrible. <sighs> I oh. couldn't get like more than five pages. Yeah, I was it like, was bad. I was like, well, that was originally supposed fuck? to be a Ghost Rider annual. That's how it was originally Dude, it solicited, was, and then I didn't give a fuck changed. about anything that was going on, and it was. I couldn't even tell you what happened. Okay. I, I, it, 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 I don't know, man. I maybe it's. I don't even. I don't even know who, that, who that's for, other than like real diehard Ghost Rider Ghost Vengeance fans. Yep. All right, on to DC. Um, oh boy. I, I want to talk about Batman Beyond Fifty. Uh, this is that's the last, the last issue. issue. Yeah. Or is it? Right. 
Oh, shit. We had Iron Man. Oh, did you read? We'll catch up well, again, on that. Okay, we'll another, catch, another yeah, one we'll we can catch, catch up on. Okay. Um, so, uh, Terry's out and about, and he gets a call that Matt and Bruce were attacked, and they're at the hospital. He gets there. Matt Matt only has, like, an arm and a sling, but they said, well, Bruce is in bad shape. And they're like, well, what happened to him? He's like, oh, well, there's video of you beating the crap out of him. Meanwhile, Wonder Woman is trying to track him down because there's a video of him killing an airport security guard and stealing a Wayne Tech uh, shipment. So we find out that Bruce didn't get his ass beat. Bruce beat ass and then his heart gave out. Uh, they have to do a put an artificial heart in and it's not taking very well. Um, he heads out and... He then was given, because right before Bruce passed out for surgery, he knocks over glass and they're like, well, Bruce doesn't do anything unintentionally. And he's like, I think I know who it is. And it's Ink who can transform into different things, which makes sense. Uh, Wonder Woman confronts him and says, listen, I know, I know you, me and Bruce have talked about you, you know. They take down Ink and put her in this containment pod until they can figure out a way to regulate her and get her back to human. And then as they go off and Bruce, Bruce is able to take the heart, he's good to go. And Wonder Woman's like, listen, we need to talk. And they're flying around and he's, she's like, listen, you know, you do good work. And he's like, oh, I thought you'd be mad. And she's like, no. But, you know, every Justice League needs a Batman. So I think, and it says story just beginning or something like it doesn't say the end at the end so i think we might be getting i think we're going to be getting a new stuff yeah yeah something like that would make sense which again i I love this universe i love the batman beyond universe so if you give us justice league unlimited that tied into the universe i think it'd be great um detective comics who cares it, it, wrap, it literally wrapped up the hush stuff. Uh, Damien kind of lets Bruce know what he's doing, and he turns down the Robin logo, so he's going to go off on his own, it seems like. But Bruce is always going to keep him at arm's length. And the cop, Naka, Nakamoto, or Naka, whatever he was, uh, does get elected mayor. And that's kind of where that left off. Uh, I didn't read Batman 105. You guys said it was really bad, though. Oh, right? my God. It was... So they... F- so Okay, so, so Batman 105. They ta- I, they I, I, down, I absolutely hated this fucking book. They talked down Clown Hunter from Killing Harley. Right, and, and he sends him home, right? Well, he sends him to Leslie Tompkins to get patched okay. up. He gives him a card, but he's like, listen, and Har- Harley... And, and Harley, Harley gives him one was, more shot. Uh, Harley, actually, I kind of liked Harley in here. I've liked because Harley since Rebirth. Like because she she kind of goes back to look, this is my thing before I turned into this, and she she starts talking to him, and she gets to a point where she's going to sacrifice. Yeah, she's like, herself. listen, she's like, have, look, if you have to kill me, you have every right. And I kind of, you know, it's like he ain't gonna fucking do it. You know, it's sort of little, you know, anticlimactic. But then you knew it wasn't going to Bat- happen. Batman and Ghostmaker have a battle, and then they have to have it out because Ghostmaker's watching the shit. Uh, happen he's like oh you left him go you know i'm gonna get him and they have their little battle which is and then in two panels they go from literally cutting each other up to 
Well, don't you want to work? Don't he's you? He's joining the Bat, the Bat family. He's staying in Gotham and joining the Bat family. And, and I was like, uh, why? And and he's like, quip. He's like, because well, well you know, well, I have. So this is this is his out on how he's gonna. He doesn't have the Bruce Wayne money, so now he's gonna have the Ghostmaker money. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> God, that's just fucking it's terrible. Fucking terrible. Well, but the Batman Annual came out uh, this week. I did like the Batman Annual. This was good. Uh, it's a good um, Leslie Tompkins story, and it gives the origin of how Harley was involved in the death of um, Clown Killer's parents. Clown Hunter's parents. Clown is Clown Hunter or Clown Killer? Clown Hunter. Clown, Clown Hunter. Okay. Um, yeah, he his parents run a pho restaurant, and after the the Joker War starts, no, this well, is before well, no, this that. Is before, is, yeah. is before that. Because Harley shows up in her classic suit and asks if they're open, and and Joker comes in with some of the, the clowns. with some of the clowns, and, uh, and they on their serve way out, them and everything, and they're like, "How oh, no charge for you?" And, and they all walk them. out, and then Joker's like, "Hang on, I gotta pay the tab," and they're like, "Oh, don't worry about it." Um, he's like, "No, I insist. In I'll fact, let me let tip. me give you a big tip. Don't breathe this in." And then he gasses them both, um, and he tells. Uh, Clown Hunter, you know, you're better off without parents anyway. Batman and- shows up. Gordon sets up a meeting, and he's like, well, what are you going to do? And Batman's like, I'll make sure, you know, I get him. And then Clown Clown Hunter sees, you know, all of his escapes and all the shit that he's doing. And it eventually drives him to the point, like, he's a fucking liar. Well, like, someone from the apartment building that he lives in gets lit on fire. Yeah. Like, this woman that's just, like, screaming At for help. Joker and he's like, someone's got to fucking do something. And he goes back to his room. He gets pissed. He grabs the batarang that batman gave him and he throws it and it hits his baseball bat he's like oh this might actually work so he tapes to the bat and then goes out and just starts killing fucking clowns and we find out he's 17 yeah and then leslie kind of leslie's like listen i've dealt with this before i know what you're going through yeah she's kind of like look there's no right way to do things there is no right and wrong you know it's just kind of but she provides him kind of a moral compass yeah and then he lets her know who he is, and he heads off. It's It, it was, was really, really good. good, yeah. And I, I think the, the art was pretty the art, good, too. The art was, you know, a good... Very fitting. Um, like I said, I love a Leslie Tompkins story. Yeah. Yeah. This was a really... This was pretty good. Not the best Batman annual we've had, because um, the last few were fucking amazing, but uh, still pretty good. Um, all the other ones... Um, Rorsch- uh, Rorschach, will, it, it'll be easier for us to catch up with number four because number three really made no sense other than how the girl got her training. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was still oh, it was good, good, but it was... Kind of all over the place. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, and I think, Josh, I think you're the only yeah, one that couple, did the death uh, metal stuff. I didn't read death metal number six. We'll wrap that up with next Yeah, with number seven. Number seven, uh, I Dark read Knight's seven. Death metal, the secret, secret origin, origin number one, yeah. though. Right. Uh, Dude, fuck, did I read that one? This was good. This was really good. I, I want to catch up on this from um, what Josh told me. It's a Superboy Prime story. And it Oh yeah. It wraps up his entire story like since the beginning in like 1984 uh when he originally showed up. Um he ends in crisis. up crisis. Yep. Yeah. He ends up basically going berserk and like he should and Instead of punching so hard that he breaks the universe or the multiverse, he punches the Batman who laughs so hard that it kills him. Uh, but it also kills Superboy Prime, 
Um, so he's dead in the DC universe. And while Crypto is there kind of mourning over his broken body, it fades out to him reading the comic book about himself back in the universe that he came from. Um, and he's like, wait a minute. I'm back here again? What, what's, what the fuck is going on? Oh, yeah, that's right. This is all just a comic book. I'm just going back to live my normal life. And then uh, he goes sees his dog. Um, dog runs out into the street, or a kid runs out into the street because he's bouncing a ball because kids are fucking idiots. And um, he runs over to help the kid, and he ends up picking up the car at the end. And it was nice. It was a nice story. It was really good. I, I heard great things on it. Um, so. The other one that I read uh, that was a Dark Knight's Metal tie-in was... Tales from the Dark Multiverse. I didn't get to the Flashpoint one because uh, I I didn't read anything from the ninth, which yeah. I got to go back and read. But Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Dark Knight's Metal, which was the first metal event from 2019, I think, or 18. The old one that was yeah. kind of good where, with Barbados and all that stuff. Well, we reviewed that. Yeah. So, yeah. This is the Tales from the Dark Multiverse version of that story. If, if you can wrap your head around how stupid that oh, concept is. about how stupid that concept is, but... But this book, if you read this as, like, if you can somehow separate all the other bullshit, because this doesn't even actually reference the new Dark Knight's death metal stuff. This is... Well, no, well, it this would is, be this is a, metal. This, it yes, should be the first one. Yeah. Um, it's in a dark multiverse where Barbados wins. Um, and the only remaining person left is uh, Tempest Fugonaut, but he's kind of an outlier. And this this... Guy running around in a golden suit. Uh, the last monitor is what Tempest Fugonite calls him. Uh, and he's running around because he's the only thing that has any hope left because this death wave is just destroying the rest of the 52 universes. And um, it's revealed that he takes his helmet off and it's... Who, who, do you, who do you think it is? Who would it be? Batman Who Laughs? No. It's Duke Thomas, of all people. Because of his huh? power. Oh, that does kind of look like Duke's suit, though. Yeah, that would make I sense. didn't. I, 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 I was not expecting that to be him, but um, he, he is a signal. Yes, and yeah. it's because of his power. He is. He actually has to wear uh, these goggles from another universe so that he can see the world as it is. Because his vision, he's able to see into the past and see how things were, and that's how he's able to hang on to hope because he tries to see things. He ends up confronting. Batman has become Barbados, the the dragon of the, the the dragon of the end. Wonder Woman's become some sort of Hydra thing. Uh, Superman's become this doomsday crypto weird thing. Uh, Aquaman's this tyrant worm, and uh, Green Lantern's become this death construct, whatever. And he's fucked. He can't fight them off. And just as uh, the Superman creature is about to kill him, um, this guy shows up. With a with a guitar axe, and plays a tune, and it stuns them all. It's it's the anti anti melody of of Barbados or whatever, and it stuns them for two minutes so they can talk. It turns out it's Dick Grayson, um, who's this. It's I'm telling you, this is like in the same line as Murder Falcon a little bit of of how much rock and roll and death metal is in this. But that's how the, that's how the original. That's how it was, yeah the original series was, um, which was why I was so excited. Oh, they're doing a second part of this. Yes. But instead of doing a second part this of This is that, all the good stuff from the all first All it was was, was a lead-in to Gen 5. Well, not only that, it was a continuation of the Justice League bullshit, not a continuation of 
what we wanted. What what ends up happening is is he ends up traveling with Dick to find out that uh, Hawk Girl is still alive as well. Hawk Man is still alive, but he's in the World Forger state from the 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 Metal yeah. series. Um, Detective Chimp is alive, and he has an Iron Man suit made out of the Red Tornado. And there's like a there's like a skeleton Flash that they don't really explain. Um, but it's Barry Allen's skeleton. They become the new Justice League, and they, I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but they, uh, they free the Joker dragon, and it kills the Batman who laughs in this dark multiverse. The one thing that got a laugh out of me was that, uh, the Hall of Justice, the L's are broken off, so it's the Ha of Justice, and that's where the Batman who laughs is hanging out. Um, they take the dragon, they fly it towards that sort of dragon dark justice league that we saw earlier and each one of them face off against one of the dragons and kill each other essentially they all die um except for duke who goes up against the barbados dragon and he finds out that bruce wayne is still alive inside this thing and he's he basically takes a tooth from the joker dragon jumps into the heart or he's able to like teleport inside and he just fucking kills Bruce Wayne. He's like, you've been dead for years. I, don't, I fucking hate you at this point. Kills him. Um, and then makes like, he takes like the wings of the dragon and all this shit and f- makes this fucking awesome looking Batman costume uh, with the axe that, that Dick had. And as the dark multiverse dies, uh, Tempest Fugonaut's there and he's like, hey, you're the only one left. And he's like, wait a minute. You watch this all happen? And he punches him in the face and kind of retreats into a, uh, oblivion uh, I, I I don't think he's gone but either way this was really good this was this was again these dark I, I was not expecting this to be good I was going to skip over this and I had a few minutes uh, well, left I intentionally skipped over because um, it's like it was really good so uh, Tales from the Dark Multiverse is the best thing to come out of this whole it, it, from the whole metal thing honestly uh, I think that's the only other DC I have though Yeah, I don't yeah, really I have think, anything else. We'll uh, catch up on everything up. else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can go on to Independence. Independence. Oh, boy. There's a lot. Um, crossover 2, which we'll touch on next week because we're doing Crossover 3. I didn't I didn't get to Second is Coming. absolutely my pick of the week for this whole... This whole... Oh, Crossover 2 was phenomenal. Absolutely. The writing the writing was fantastic on it. Um okay so something ending uh lock and key one of my all-time favorites uh the impaled battalions battalions go did I, you get this I caught this caught up on this honestly this might be the weakest don't get me wrong it was excellent this was at all oh, I loved this. but I think this is the weakest lock and key story to date uh, well you know the 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 um the Locke family from before the the old yeah. time they're not my favorites but i really liked this um i thought this was real yeah. i i loved when the kid goes into germany and he takes the he uses yeah. the shadow key i mean it's like oh my god he's using the shadow key like it should be when in the end of that second issue when the germans follow him and go to the key house because now the kid's all fucked up and he wants to try to heal himself 
and now the, the Germans are in there and how they handle them. And the one German's got the key and he's using the crown of shadows and he's discovering all this shit, but then how it ends. And then kid sort of realizes, and then like, he's like, okay, I know what I have to do. And he fucking sinks himself with the key in the fucking Titanic. I, I thought I was like, Wow, that's fucking like, like cool. Like I said. But it also, don't get, this don't, is the lead in to the crossover for Sandman. I absolutely. I totally get it now. I absolutely love this. Like I said. And I love the letter at the end. He's like, dad, I'm in hell. Don't follow. But again, I, I just, I think this is by no means. I mean, it's like getting beat by a bunch of Olympians that are gold medalists and you're only a silver medalist. Like, it's still very good, but it, I just think the rest of the series have been better. but for this particular series oh, i thought this was a great wrap-up for um oh, you if know, you, on if this you, one if yeah. you love lock and key you'll love this oh yeah absolutely uh, another one that wrapped up was grendel kentucky this was a quick read yeah it was a quick read but uh, i uh another oh another satisfying ending from awa yeah mm-hmm. we find out that everyone's dead including her brother yep uh she confronts pa and kind of figured out what's going on well her- he doesn't he start telling her well what really the deal is they, they kind of got i that think out she already them. knows yeah they she's just like she's like she, everyone's she dead put it every it together that her dad was wasn't killed the way they told him yeah her, her actual dad right but was one of the sacrifices and right like, because every she's like listen i'm going to kill this fucking thing and then i never want to see any of yous again and, and she does just that she goes in she kills yep. the thing and then the and last then, panel it reveals there's a baby yep which I would feel like she would kill that thing. I but I, I guess they left, it open, it. they left it open. They I left it open. I hope part two of this is her raising it and training it as her own. That's what everyone and wants. Go, I just going all dead. Mandalorian style. Yeah. Um, another AWA book that ended. It, bad mother. Bad mother number five was great. Good ending. Yeah, it's this whole series ending. honestly was probably my favorite AWA so far. Yeah, uh, um, the art. I mean, the Diodato art, you can't go wrong with. And but what I, I loved is this shows, like, literally the dangers of the internet. Like, she's not this badass. Like, she learns everything she's been yeah. doing off the internet. The one thing I liked a lot about this is that at no, there are some books that I'll read and I'll be like, okay, I think that was good. And I'll kind of go online and see what everyone else kind of thought. And then they'll be like, oh, well... Did you know that this actually meant this, or did you miss this part? This one, I didn't need to do any of that. I knew no. what the fuck was going on every issue. I didn't need to fucking remember what happened in the last issue. Hulk makes a cameo. Paul makes again. a cameo again, and yep. it, it was amazing. My favorite part at the end is just where like the the husband well, calls. I, and he's said, like, I said that's how this is all going to end. Like the last couple panels. Hey, honey, I'll be home. In a, I'll be home in a couple days. Is everything all right? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, enjoyed that. Uh, um, okay, probably- let's talk about the. Big, probably the the biggest ending. book. The ending, uh, Gideon Falls number twenty seven from Andrea Sorrentino, Jeff Lemire, uh, Dave Stewart. Wow, wow, that, that's almost eighty pages. That surprisingly read fast. Read very but fast, not, but not rushed. No, not at all. But it's just it's that much intense action. It wraps us all up, and what we find is, um, the Norton from the, the Norton that from, the Smiling Man, 
Well, I guess. the original Norton. The original Norton that should makes an appearance, but um, what we get is what what's the son's name? Doc's that we called Norton in. Oh, uh, uh, that's not Daniel. Daniel, Daniel's being drugged by Joe Re- Reedy, and he's like, "Listen, I die. I try to sacrifice myself, but you need to become him." And he's basically dragging him to the the actual center. Uh, we find what the actual center is, and it's one of these giant spider things. And finally, Daniel's like, "They rebuilt the black bar." And he's like, "Why the hell would you do this?" And it finally clicks on him, and he's he's like, "I know how to use this machine." He goes back to the original Norton and said, "Listen, you can't do this." He shatters the machine, which breaks apart the universe, yep. and combines it all into one. So it's like it's more of a metropolitan kind of the area that he got sent to. But his sister's there. Um, the dad's, the dad's, dad's a, there. Dad, yeah. Dad's alive because they talk about him. They talk. And about, his they talk about father, father because yeah. he recommend no. he recommended. So he he's still kind of the same thing. He's always wearing a mask and everything like that. He's kind of afraid afraid of everything. They're like, well, how's this new Doctor Zoo working out for you? And he's like, oh, she's great. And then as his sister leaves him there. He finds a piece of the barn. Yep, and it kind of sparks it all over again. This was, it. it this was a great ending. Yeah, this would have been my pick of the week for that that week. Uh, Redneck twenty nine was really good, but I'll catch up on that on thirty. Yeah, this this yeah. So, um, but I guess what a should, great series. I guess we should talk about Ice Cream Man because we really can't catch up on that because they're one-offs. Ice Cream Man or is what this? I didn't get to this. This is not oh the, my god, you missed out, man. So. Do you see the cover? Mm-hmm. It's an advent calendar. And that's exactly it's how it's It's exactly written. how the book is written. Every day is a page on the advent calendar. And it's... And you can read it backwards, right? No, <laughs> no. It's not a palindrome. <laughs> it's a advent but, but calendar. But it follows this girl from it a... It follows her story. So, day two, she finds out she is pregnant, and her mind starts playing tricks on her throughout the rest of the days. Her and her boyfriend decide Try or, to, are trying to figure it out each, on different but, days. But and, they decide and stuff. to get an abortion. And each day like has a, you know, because it's an event, it has a title for what the day, yep. you know, what the gift is. Yep. And the gift almost ties in. in and then so there's what? a couple times where they get really creepy and mm-hmm. horrific and, and, and bad things happen those days. It, it, but this the, is great. But at the end, she does decide to get the abortion and never tell her parents. And yeah. And there's a big ad for par- Planned pa- Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. So which, there was, it was sort of a this was sort of a message one uh, a in a way. What what I have a problem with is they went from finding out to getting the abortion in like two weeks. Didn't consult with their parents or anything like that. She's in a very kind of well off family, like they're middle class, and it's just like nope, not gonna tell them. I, I don't think it's any of their business. I mean, I don't want to get into political views, but well, they're uh, only she's only seventeen. I I I don't know. I still. But this is still the storytelling aspect of this and how they did this was oh, it, it, fantastic. It's, it's yeah, next, and whatever whatever your your view on abortion is, it's just kind of you know. Well, it was I? Don't, I it wasn't. It wasn't all it, about that. No, no, but it was. It was. I can't say it's for and against. It's just this is their this is their their decision of what they did. But again, but the storytelling of this again, 
one of the things that they've been really good at with this is each issue is a different storytelling technique and sometimes they get pretty inventive like this one so uh, um uh, i'm thinking of one that I, uh, colonel weird cosmic yep, we'll do that this is this week three um just as good as the last couple it's oh. it's really good i mean i'm i'm worried about this one I'm worried we're going to get something fucking soul-crushingly sad at the end. Oh, we absolutely are. It's that set, is going to is gonna make me fucking cry like a bitch like fucking but, but uh, what Dr. He's doing, Star he, did. He, he's starting to figure things out, but he's no longer verbalizing what he's figuring out. But at the end of this one, we find out that he's the one that left the kind of cave drawings in the Parazone for himself to find. He's also apparently responsible for the, responsible for the disappearance of Eve. Um but he's still trying to... F- I think he's still trying to figure out what he's forgetting. Right? Yeah, he's still trying to figure out what's going on, but he's getting glimpses of it, and he realizes that he needs to put pieces back together. How many issues is this? Uh, this there's one more. One more? Yep. Okay. Um, and then another book that ended, Lost Soldiers number five. Oh, yeah. I don't. I, I read Did, that. Holy, oh, Jesus holy Christ. Holy motherfucker. Yeah. So at the last one, the black guy kind of leaves him high and dry. And then his old officer comes back and we find out that he is hallucinating that it wasn't his old officer. It was kind of the head of this cartel and he's trying to get him to come to work for him. He's like, listen, you killed all of my people. Right. Meanwhile, the black guy's in a support group for people with uh, PSTD and he's kind of talking out, you know, some of the stuff. Um, and this old, old guy's he's sticking to his guns. He's like, so you want me to work for you? But I, I don't want to. He's like, well, that's the only way you walk out of this room. He's like, I don't fucking care. And he's like, listen, you know, you want to portray this. You talk about Nam all the time, but you killed your, you killed your wife and child and buried them in your backyard. So we find out his wife's dead this whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's assumed that he is killed at the end because he, again, still refuses to work for him. And the black guy meets this guy that kind of reminds him of an old soldier buddy of his that was killed. And he kind of comes to grips with his P- PTSD. I didn't I didn't know where to expect this to go, but... Wasn't there. It, it was... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't... I think about this series and I'm like, I kind of liked it, but I don't know how to explain it to someone. Like, Garth Ennis could have wrote, wrote this and it would have been, I think, a lot better. Yeah. But it was good. Okay. Solid Blood number Solid 17. Blood number 17. Do you know what this is about, Josh? No. This this isn't from our world. This right. showed up in a warehouse. <laughs> from a skit a, of them. From an alternate universe yeah. because Robert Kirkman and Ryan Otley talked about this several years ago but never wrote it. This is what they were going to do when The Walking Dead was going to end at issue six. So this is around parallel universe. Yep. So this was going to be the longest running Robert. This is the longest running Robert Kirkman series because it, it was hitting to 17 in the other in the other. Universe. And it, they were going to get to 25. They were sure. OK, but this this appeared in our universe. Right. Because this couldn't have happened now because Ryan Otley has an exclusive deal with Marvel. So there's no way. So they don't know where this came from. And everything that you read in there is about in the time from this other universe. 
And um, I wouldn't mind this being a series. Would Parallel Universe Jimmy and Paul read this issue? Read this series? Well, we probably would have loved this. I probably would have been on this. Would you watch the TV show spinoff? Well, there's this character in there that um, we've been watching for a while. Would you watch it for all 15 seasons? Named Michonne. She has these like dreadlocks and, and stuff, and she's really a badass character in here. She gets killed in this book. Like, okay. and they, they almost kind of gloss over it a little bit, but she gets, she gets, so we have a death of a major character in this book. But it's, it's literally little nods to like stuff that never would have happened if The Walking Dead was canceled. Right. Gotcha. It was a cool, yeah, I, I, you know for, what? For all the rumors that were out, because there was rumors from this, this was their way of bringing Saga out without letting everyone know. Uh, yeah, because it would just showed up. Me, 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 and Paul had a theory that it could have been baby teeth that because image, the next but, issue, because this would be a perfect way to switch baby teeth over because they were on, on issue, issue seventeen. 17 that's next issue. Uh, there was there was rampant rumors. Uh, I seen a rumor before Kirkman put his video out that this was going to be Walking Dead one ninety four, and it was going to pick up the series again with like Negan or something. Yeah. But for what it was, it was exactly what it was. It was (laughs) solid blood. (laughs) For, for uh, they don't always land, but Robert Kirkman does these things every once in a while. And it's another one that, like I said, the book's well written. The art's good. He did it with die, 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 which unfortunately was a stinker. Uh, He did it with um, the end of the walking dead. Well, oblivion song. Oblivion song was another one. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He definitely does stuff. Yeah. That's I, 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 I. He tries to kind of recapture that, like hey, catch going, everyone off guard. Well, sort of the thing. the idea is going to go the comic, to the comic shop store and, and even if you discovering internet, something you yes. didn't even realize. It was like, what's this? Yeah. yeah. And so for that, yeah, this was this was cool for what it was, but uh, death of a major character. <laughs> uh, but I think that's all conclusions and new books. Everything else we'll catch up on well, there next. You forgot about one little book called Shit Show. No, I the didn't. title was true. It's a shit show. It's fucking terrible. Well, <laughs> it was fucking terrible. It, I read it today. I was like, Jesus Christ, that was terrible. All right. You forgot Post Americana. I didn't get to this. From Steve, you should. Steve Scroach, uh, who did um, The Maestros. Yeah. It's fucked up. It kind of like that was post-apocalyptic stuff uh art's fantastic in it because it's his very detailed like his stuff is but yeah it's kind of it's kind of fucked up it was on my list i just think yeah it. It, it's it was good i enjoyed it is that a one shot or is that gonna be no that's like a five or seven okay. issue series uh type thing picture of everything else from bolt um it's sort of a Dorian Gray. Well, I guess there's Dorian Gray ties to it. And, okay. You know, uh, he paints pictures, but then if he tears them up, these people are dying and kind of thing going on. And now he takes an apprentice. Sounds pretty good. Any good? In- interesting concept. It, the concept's great, but execution, I'm not 100% sure. The art's fine, and, and, and it. I'm not 100% on the storytelling. Um, you gonna give we'll, the other we'll issue a go? I, I will try the other issue to see, you know, where right. we're going to go with I it. I might try to catch up on that yeah. once I get some of my other stuff in. I like the cover. 
uh, Sleepy Beauty so we can catch up. Yep. Because uh, the f- next issue comes out uh, we'll this week. We're dead. We'll have to catch up on. Um, right. Continue. Yeah, this was good. Stillwater Still was good. Yep, we'll catch up on that. Uh, Miskatonic we can catch up on. Gets better. Once in Future 14 was fucking excellent. I love this. Uh, did you guys check out American Ronin 3? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it continues on. Um, I I, I think I remember this. liking this one a lot more than yeah. the other. Like, there was something clearer about yeah, this. Yeah, it doesn't jump as much. Yeah. So it made it much easier. Family Tree was fucking excellent. We'll catch up on that on the next one as well. This is going to end soon, right? I think 12. Okay, yeah, that was... Come back get too, but there's only I think two more issues of that. Uh, Was that or, any good? I, I, I again, I these you, are books I need to catch this. up on. Yes, you started on. I wanted to. That's this, on my list. This this is good. Scarant Hood Scarant number three is is uh, good. I, I didn't read two or three. There's only four of those, right? Something is killing the children. Thirteen. This was excellent. Okay, I'll have to catch up on that. Like yeah, it was excellent. And Department of Truth number four was great. Really? It was fucking deep. It was great. It's just what it's just one of those things. Like when you get those certain X Files episodes, like yeah, oh I mean, shit, I'll, they go there, and that kind of does this. I'll be slowly catching up over the next couple of weeks. So there we go. Year end, people. We'll catch up on a few others. Get detailed on uh, some as we get back reviews, into yep. hopefully our more yeah, regularly weeks, scheduled programming. Yep, yeah, so when, we'll, we'll drop uh, once this episode drops. Uh, you should see two new ones uh, very soon after uh, for the first week in January, as uh, well as our rehabbies, which uh, this year I think uh, isn't going to be as cut and dry as previous years have been. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a weird year. Yeah, because we had part of it missing. <laughs> like, like I think I think I think Immortal Hulk and Batman both get unseated this year as ongoings. Batman definitely does. Yeah, uh, that was my hardest. That was my hardest category was DC ongoings. Cause I'm like, oh, that's gonna be yeah yeah that's gonna be the tough one. But, Independence are easy. Well, no, independents are tough because there's a lot to choose mm-hmm. from. So we are an independent-heavy yes, podcast. Are. Um, um, Meteor. Oh, my God. I don't even know where. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I was forced to watch it because I was stuck inside quarantining. I warned you. It's an hour. Look, to, it's an our hour last. Our last. It's a movie. two and a half hour movie, and yeah. holy shit! Our last leasily, review of a be. movie on this podcast was was early 2019 when uh, Endgame came out. It's been over a year and I think a half since our last movie review. Uh, granted, nothing came out this past year. Yeah, but but, but again, Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, yeah, they I didn't embrace do, the eighties. Like, could, there's nothing that makes me feel this is eighty four or needs to be. Besides the opening the hairdos, wall scene, and, and even the hairdos are sort of like ah, they're a little more later eighties than they are eighty four. And the only bright, and the mall scene, the only bright, but, the only bright spot of it is once Kristen Wiig transforms into co- closer to the cheetah character. She gave an excellent performance. I loved her okay. performance. Right. After she went from 
So, yeah, so I, issues and problems. Yeah, so nobody had. So I, look, I, I wanted to do a separate podcast on this because I could do over an hour and a half complaining about this fucking movie. Well, we'll have some time to talk on the rehabbies about All it right. as well because this is up for a slot Bendis award. <laughs> I guess it could be. Yeah. So I mean, so we have a magic stick, crystal, whatever. We're not talking about it. And it was bad. Why does Steve Trevor have to be possessed into uh, another well, I don't guy? Even get into the that was stuff, fucking. Man. I don't Unless understand. We're gonna do a full, a full that was episode. And I don't even want to get into it. Just it was. I bad. don't understand. There's and I so could many not. Things wrong. With I could movie. not make the connection. Why Kristen Wiig goes to Cheetah? Because because Wonder Woman was wearing cheetah cheetah shoes at the beginning, cheetah high heels at the beginning of the movie. And then because she said apex predator, even though cheetahs aren't apex predators, that is it. Yep. But again, her her as a character was one of the few dry spots. Once she went from being Jamie Foxx in the beginning of the, the Amazing Spider-Man yes. 2, where it was like laughably fucking pathetic, then it was like over-the-top ridiculous. But, but I would love. To, I, I, I mean, to, I was okay it, it had, with the mall the same problems scene. That Spider-Man it was three had. Donner-ish, you know, they were trying to be light with it. Was I was okay there with was that. Some bright spots, but again, it was an hour too long. The, I, whole, the whole twenty minute. I mean, we had what a good hour fifteen. She's not even Wonder Woman at all. Or, you know, she's not in the suit at all. We, like we, we get the invisible jet, which was stupid, stupid, stupid as hell. Everything about this movie. I, you say there's some bright spots. No, I don't think. I like Kristen Wiig's acting. Kristen Wiig's act. I like Pedro Pascal's acting. But no, he wasn't. no, I, look, no. I, I will liked, disagree. No, I no, it. that was terrible. You but know, he was not you know Maxwell what? Lord from the comics at all no. in the slightest. Well, no, not only that, but I thought his acting. I no, I did not like his acting at all in this. Because you know you, who what, I fucking thought it was for do? the longest time. I'm going through. Do they have Nathan Fillion in fucking bad makeup? Or is like I'm thinking, is that who this is? Like, and why is he acting so way over the top on this? I think he was like just even, stuck with what he what they gave him. But I, then I, I looked and it was like, wait, this is this but, is the Mandalorian? <laughs> but my He also appeared in the uh pilot for the one with uh uh oh the one from Agents of Shield. Adrian Pilecki. Oh, oh, oh. That, that they shot that Wonder Woman pilot. He was actually in the pilot as well. Oh. Which. I, look, I, I don't. I don't know why they. I, I mean, I, I want to talk about this in an entire fucking episode, but I don't know why they chose Maxwell fucking Lord because. I'll be honest, Maxwell Lord fucking sucks as a villain. He's and not well, a good it villain. Didn't, it didn't need to be. It's Why did they choose it? Because they have to have two villains. You know, well, it's Why did trope. they have two villains? Even, I don't, even, it's a trope. They, even it's, at his best, Maxwell Lord in the comics was a B-rate Lex Luthor. But he, well, first of all, his powers weren't granting wishes like either. Yeah. He was just, he had psychic powers of manipulation. Yeah. And he was better as like, almost like an evil, well, relatively, an evil Amanda Waller where like he was yeah. doing things in the background and his, his the only reason he's fucking relevant at all whatsoever is because he kills Ted Cord and then Wonder Woman kills him <laughs> I think that is his only relevance I think I was listening to something they said said Pedro Pascal literally has the award for being best dad of the year and worst dad of the year <laughs> yeah that movie uh, I the, the mid credit scene total fan service but yeah uh, unnecessary, I think. Oh, absolutely yeah, unnecessary. Yeah. 
Um, and my biggest complaint about this was my only complaint about the original Wonder Woman movie. We now have five hours, five minutes, and 23 seconds of runtime. Do you know how many times they say the words Wonder Woman in them? Anyone? Zero? Not a fucking time! <laughs> Could you imagine a Batman movie without saying Batman? Could you imagine a fucking Spider-Man movie without them t- talking about... like? Oh, I wonder why our characters don't grow from these movies. They did the same fucking shit in The Man of Steel where they never refer to him as Superman. They kind of uh, tease if, it. If there's anything that fucking... That was good about this movie, it made me appreciate... I mean, the first one was very good. It made me appreciate the first one a hell of a lot more. It, but it, I still haven't seen it. It, it makes Batman vs. Superman no. not the worst movie. No, not really. It, it makes every other DC movie look competent even the fucking shitty justice league one um speaking Um, of justice league though i guess uh the cyborg actor has been recast or will not be recast he's not going to be in the flash movie if that ever fucking comes out well yeah because uh it's been officially made came out that uh it's not going to be in dc universe canon well they're doing all sorts of shit now um they're they're doing offshoots. There's gonna be two, but I uh, guess that Batman Ma- Ma- movie Michael Keaton, that Michael Keaton is confirmed for the Flash movie, and there's heavily there it's heavily rumored because I guess there was a casting a futures casting call, and they said the description heavily kind of hinted at Terry McGinnis, so we might be getting a Batman Beyond with Keaton as old man Bruce Wayne. I. I feel bad for anyone that is a fan of a character that is. They be absolutely another... could do that on an, as an HBO Max series. Well, there's like, going to be absolutely. There's going to be there's going to yeah. be two uh, two live action DC movies a year on HBO Max starting in twenty two or twenty three. Don't care. Four. I don't care. I heard four. Well, it's two movies and two series. I no, think. I'll watch I the, heard I'll watch four TV shows, movies. But these movies have just fucking. Unless unless some of them are going to be on HBO Max. Well, that's but what, yeah, not series, but. But movies, no. yeah. No, but HBO Max is going to get two exclusive movies a year that aren't going to go to the And then two in the theaters, yeah. Yep. That sounds right. Uh, either you guys watch Soul? I didn't get, get, get to it It's wonderful. I was going to watch that, it's, and then the person I was going to watch with said, I'm not in the mood for a sad movie. And you know what we watched instead? Shrek. Wonder Woman. <laughs> I would have told you to watch Soul instead. Because that's what... I, he's, he's bitching about... Wonder Woman, I'm like, I decided to watch Soul, <laughs> and I loved it. I loved I've it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, it's the same director from Up, and we're, it's on that level. It's not a kid's cartoon. I never saw Up. Really? I, there's it's like, great. There's like three it's, Pixar movies I've seen, and two of them were the first two Toy Story movies. I haven't even seen the third one. You haven't seen Incredibles? It's the I best saw, Fantastic saw, Four movie ever I made. I saw Incredibles after the second one came out so that I could go watch the second one, so I have seen those two. Um, I think I saw Wally for the first time a year ago. What other Pixar movies are there? Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I never bother to watch them because I, I they they're I don't know. I feel like they're for kids, so I just never watch them. Yeah, but sometimes they are, and sometimes they're not. But they they've always made them that the adults, adults can, can watch, watch them. Right. And Soul is is more. This is you know, this I, is for I, the I, adults. I understand, <laughs> I understand. I'm a hypocrite saying that because I'm reading fucking comic books. But still, no, it's it's okay. Uh, Soul is literally games. this one's for the parents, but the kids can watch it. <laughs> yeah. uh, might as well move on to He Dead. 
Are, oh are you, do we God. have like a thousand? Well, I think, I think we have we a need, lot. We need so, on the big one is Don Wells. Fuck Don Wells. <laughs> hey, who's the big one? There's seriously like seven hundred people. The that have... fat man. What the fuck is wrong with you? Jeremy Bullock. Okay. I've met I've met and had long conversations with Jeremy Bullock. Uh, he was he they was extremely he was... nice, kind. I watched him do and... one of his first panels he's ever done because he was a little wasn't unsure. And it's like, hey, you did a really good job on the panel pointing out the fact that not everybody and I kind of still buy it. Not everybody can be Boba Fett. So somebody had a Boba Fett helmet prop there. And he would have he would pick people out of the audience and have them just take a gun and walk back and forth on the stage and you know here be Boba Fett and do it, and then he did it, and it was like just like that thing, you could tell that was that looked like the only time it looked like Boba Fett is when he did it, and it's well, like yeah every, he's right. From everything I read, they they said like these people that pretty much got all the met all the cast members that he always was everyone's favorite because he was so nice. I've heard the guy that plays Darth Maul is really nice too. Ray Park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, we, we, well, and you know, he's, he's, he's in two scenes. He's in, well, he's a, he's got two parts in empire strikes back. He is the Imperial guard that is escorting princess Leia. When she goes, it's a trap, Luke. He's the one that pulls her off to the side. That's, that's Jeremy. Yeah. But again, lost another uh, one from the original trilogy. Yep. Um, and then the most recent one, she is dead. She isn't dead. She is dead. She isn't dead. Yeah. When are, when is she dead? Not dead. When you're Tanya Roberts, and then well, she kind of is, and then she is again. So rest yes. in peace, peace, Midge. That everyone's like, oh, she was a Bond girl. I'm like, she was a Bond girl in one of the worst fucking Bond movies. Yeah, she was a Bond girl, but she's Charlie. Yeah, but uh, uh, her her first start was Charlie's Saint. She, she was, was the, the last. last I think she's the last replacement on yep, Charlie's she was on Angels. The last yeah, season. And, she, and then she had a lot of other stuff, but that seventy show. Yeah, that seventy show. She's always going to be Midge to me. She was great in that show. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh my God, there were so many at the end. But I didn't. I didn't. I don't think. I can't think of any like huge big names that were comic really related so i stopped paying attention once uh we, we pushed it back oh, to like the third oh, week pro- so. pro- probably the uh probably the saddest one was uh brody lee um oh yeah luke harper wrestler 41 years old uh passed away um which was really sad from a lung infection or something lung like infection, that not not related to covid yet. yeah so close as well so all right thanks for kind of listening along and yeah hopefully uh we'll get back into this folks in the new year are we doing a separate episode for the rehabbies yes Yes, so we'll have two coming up uh probably posted either same day or next week back to back kind of thing and uh so we're gonna do our year-end review of the great year that was 2020 (laughs) can we give the year the slot bendis award just the whole year of 2020. Oh, I guess we could cope. It's like it's our slot Bendis or COVID 19. <laughs> although, although my winner for slot Bendis does have 2020 in it. Oh well. <laughs> well, wait. Yeah, yeah. Are we allowed to pick 
a Bendis and Slot book for the Slot Bendis Award? Oh, 100%. I think actually Slot won the first year. First year for Fantastic Four. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I hated that piece of shit. Endless. All right. Thanks for listening. I am the maestro. I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm just Josh. Jimmy Kimmel, almost live. Be good to each other. Happy New Year.